with Ryan Reese from Southern California. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. What is up, family? I'm very excited about tonight's show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, everyone that saw the post on social media. I have one of my very good friends, family, brother. I was going to say lover, but he's not my lover. Uh, I love this dude. I love his family. I love everything about this guy. His name is Sonny Sandoval. He's the lead singer for P.O.D. and The Throat. And in studio, he actually brought his kid, Justice. And I just want you guys to know this. First of all, welcome, you guys. Thanks, man. Good to be here, right? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, so this is what you don't know. There's actually cameras. So this thing's live. So if you're picking your nose or doing anything like that, <laughs> you will be on the webcam. Thanks for the heads up. So just, so just be careful. Because you're talking you to me, not my did. son. You already did. Okay, good, good, good. Radical. And obviously, we obviously got uh, Sean McKean in uh, studio with us What's as up, the co-host. Guys? Uh, before we get going, we you know we want to give the number out so you can call in. We got Sonny here. We, we're ready to take questions. Whatever it is, maybe you're struggling with faith. Uh, maybe you just found God. I was literally at Shine. I do a Bible study at Shine every Thursday night and Sunday night. And the one in Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, I had a dude come in to the Shine. And he told me, hey, man, I was driving down the street last week, last Saturday night. I was high out of my mind. I was paranoid. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to listen to any music. And he said he was flipping through the channels. And he turned on and he heard 107.9. He heard some guy talking about giving their life to God and, and getting things out of his life. And who it was was uh, freestyle motocross rider Ronnie Feist. And whatever was being said on that show, the guy said literally he started throwing his weed out of the window and throwing his pipe out of the window. So if you're driving down the freeway right now and you're listening to me talking and maybe that's you, we, we want to talk to you, man, because a lot of us that have been involved with this whosoever's movement, we've come out of this stuff and God has transformed our life. So we want to talk about God tonight, struggles, trials, tribulations, Faith stories, whatever it is, we want to hear from you. But before we go on, we're going to have a special guest call in right now. Uh, you know her. She was the lead singer from Flyleaf. Her name is Lacey Sturm. And she actually um, she has a new album that just came out. I'm going to bring her in. She's doing a show here in L.A., and I want her to talk about that. Let's, let's go ahead and bring uh, Lacey Strum in. Lacey, are you there? Yes, hey, this lady. is Lacey. And Josh, <laughs> welcome. Hey, What's up, Ryan? What's we up, guys? Good to hear from yeah, you guys. We fun. have Lacey Sturm and her husband, Josh. You guys, tell us about, first of all, we know that you have a show. It's coming up. Uh, the Whosoever's are presenting it. Uh, this is um, this is going to be your first solo album. We know it's going to be Thursday, February 4th, and it's at a famous venue in Hollywood on <laughs> and Sunset. And if you want to get this information, you go to the whosoevers.com, to our Instagram, or to Lacey Sturms. But Lacey, Josh, tell us, what should people be expecting at this event? Well, I'm so excited about this, and I'm so thankful that you guys are helping put it on, because it, it will be our CD release party. It will be the first nice. time the CD is available <clears throat> um, to buy, and we'll have like 500 signed CDs there. We're going to get to meet everybody that wants to stay and hang out and talk and um and we get to play our album start mm-hmm. to finish plus we'll play you know some some um some flyleaf songs you know that you know from before and some of the stuff i did with other artists you know um 
on other projects and uh and it's gonna be a really awesome night. We're so happy that we get to do this with you guys and um and this is our big release this is our big reveal so mm-hmm. it's, a it's about time. Parties. That's sunny. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I know you don't want to be on here and say, you know what, the album's epic. You got to come out. It's going to be off the chain. Obviously, that's not in your uh, your character, but I heard it. I went to L.A. I went to the studio. We were with Head up there, and we heard about four or five tracks, and it's amazing. The the, the wow, album is amazing. I, don't, I haven't heard the whole thing, but from what I heard, it's it's going to be rad. And you're always, you know, when you guys play, you guys always kill it in concert. It's going to be rock and roll. And uh, yeah. it's going to be an intimate deal, too, because this venue is very limited mm-hmm. uh, in the capacity. And the tickets are super cheap. It's only 15 bucks, And like Lacey said, the, everyone's going to be hanging out. There's no, like, backstage or anything. We're all going to be in one <laughs> small room together hanging uh-huh. out. It's going to be rad. Mm-hmm. Anything else you would like to say about this event? Well, um, we just want to say that... Um that, like I said, it'll be the first time that we're playing some of these songs ever. We're going to video it and catch everybody's um, everybody's support, you know, in the room when they're yelling and screaming. And mm. and uh, if you want to be part of the video, if you want to you want to see us play the songs for the first time, if you want to get a signed CD uh, and say hi, um, we just we're so happy and excited to be finally getting this music out for everybody. So. That's we, right. You know what? That's right. You guys are gonna be doing like an autograph signing. It's just gonna be like a full meet and greet, and they actually also have like VIP tickets or like upgrade yeah. for thirty bucks, and that that includes you could come in early. It's a meet and greet, and it's a full like hangout session. So, man, I, yeah. I'm just I'm stoked, man. We're we're gonna be pumping this thing hard for the next uh, I don't know month and a half, and it's gonna be rad. Come out, join us. Like I said, if you want this information, you could go to Lacey Sturm Official. On Instagram, she, you can look her up on Facebook, Twitter, um, or if you have a website, Lacey, what is it? Is it LaceySturm.com? Yes, LaceySturm.com. LaceySturm.com, or you could just go to any of the whosoever's platforms or mine, and you will find this information. You know what? This would be amazing. I want, I want to say one thing is this is going to be, um, it's going to be out at a, a mainstream venue. And, you know, you know, they're obviously, it's in mainstream venues. They have open bars and stuff. But if you have a problem with alcohol, you know, don't come out. But it's going to be full of whosoever people hanging out. We're going to go out there. We're going to let our light shine. And this is what I love about Lacey's because she was in this mainstream band, Christians in this mainstream band, Flyleaf. And they killed it. They sold millions of albums, toured the world with some of the biggest bands in the world. Um, and now she's actually, you know, she took some time off and did some stuff with Franklin Graham, right? What, what was that? Uh, what was that? What, what, tell us about a couple of things you did with Franklin Graham. Well, we started playing shows with them, the Rock the River events when I was in Flyleaf. And when I left Flyleaf, um, they they wanted me to come out and just tell my story about how, you know, God rescued me from suicide when I was 16. I had an encounter with him. I was an atheist before that, hated Christians, and had an encounter with God on the day I planned to end my life. And um, and so I tell that story. I told that story with them. I did uh, a video for Billy Graham's 95th birthday and ended up writing a book about it called The Reason, and I share a lot of my struggles with depression growing up with a single mom with six kids and um, how I ended up, you know, my life being rescued and transformed and starting the band Flyleaf, and and I talk about all that stuff. So that's what I was doing with with uh, the Billy Graham Association. And so. you, were, you were working with them for, for, like, probably how many years has it been? 
years. Four or five years, and you've you've had some kids, but now, now, God's calling you back to go back to the mainstream. And you are very effective out there. I mean, I can't tell how many tell you how many stories I've heard of people that were cutting or suicidal, and you know, the lyrics through your your album Flyleaf led them to the Lord. So I think it's it's awesome. There's a time, you know, Sonny and I were talking earlier that there there's a time to do stuff in the church, to be in the church, but then there's a time to get fired up and go back out into the world. And you know what? This world yeah. is 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 dying. And you have a message just like Sonny that's in studio and myself and, and Sean and, and we gotta go out and let our light shine and, and usher as many people into the mm-hmm. kingdom of God um before Jesus comes yeah. back. So I'm stoked. Yeah, well, it's awesome to be to be here on your show with Sonny too. So <laughs> I would call him, I would call him probably for my generation, the father of all this, <laughs> this kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he was doing it. I remember going to a POD show uh, when I first got saved, and and feeling like Sonny standing up on the guardrails, like he was hugging the entire audience. I felt like I got a big hug. And That's I felt awesome. so loved. And I was in the nosebleed section. <laughs> and, and, and thank you for saying father and not grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're going to give yeah. him a complex, okay? <laughs> you know what? But I heard that story, Lacey. You told me that you were at the nosebleed. You were an atheist. You weren't walking with God at all. You had nothing to do with him. And you were in the back. And as Sonny was doing his thing on stage, you just felt like they were hugging that whole stadium. And that was the presence of the Holy Spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just love. So much love. So much hope. So much, like... Family, and that's what you call people. I heard you say that, Ryan, when you talked to the to your listeners. You said family, and that's exactly what it feels like. So cool because I think that's what God invites us to be—family. You know, and that's what's yeah. cool about this show um, that we're going to play for the CD release is that we really, we really wanted a little little venue so that we could keep that family feel and um, just give people attention like we want to. You know. Because that's not always the case. You don't always get to do shows like that. But we wanted to start out that way. And um, so we're really excited. You know what's going to be cool, too, is um, just as we do this, because this is going to be in downtown Hollywood. And obviously the movement's huge here in in Southern California. You're going to have all these whosoever people that you guys know from Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And now everyone's just going to meet up at this spot. Yeah. And everyone's going to just be breaking bread and chilling. Well, again, it's Lacey Sturm's record release party presented by the Whosoever's Movement. Thursday, February 4th in West Hollywood off of Sunset for the venue. Please go to uh, Lacey Sturm official on Instagram or any of her Facebook or Twitter or the whosoever's. You can find that information and we will see you there. Tickets are only 15 bucks. Come down, hang out, be a part of the movement. So, Lacey, we love you and uh, can't wait to see you. You and we Josh. Love you guys. Thank love you. you guys. Cool. Peace. Love you guys. Take care. See you later. (laughs) Cool. Well, we're going to... It's cool because they're like two, three hours ahead of us. They're actually in... uh, Where are they at? They're in... um, They're in Texas? No, 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 they're they're in um, uh, Nashville? uh, No, I can't even think. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. that's right. They're in Pittsburgh. Which, by the way, are they winning? (laughs) Uh, They won. Pittsburgh Steelers actually won. won? They came back at the end. I thought it was all over. Awesome. If you guys are tuning in right now, we just had Lacey Sturm on the phone, like Ryan was saying right now. If you want to call in... Call in at 888-564-6173. Again, the number is 888-564-6173. We're in studio with Sonny Sandoval, POD, his son Justice, and myself and Ryan as well. 
You know, I want to ask Sonny a question. Because I know we got a couple questions on social media that I want to answer later. But, okay, so right now, Sonny, what, what the heck? What, what have you been up to? Okay, so you've been on the road. You said, like, 2015 has just been, basically been a blur. You've been on yeah. the road constantly. What in the heck has been happening since the last time we caught up? Because I, I don't think I've ever even had you on the show. No. That's been <laughs> yeah almost been a year. So, so busy, man. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you guys. In yeah, forever. it's been a while. It has. <clears throat> um, we put out. You do a, look skinnier though. No, I <laughs> I put on like twenty pounds for the holidays. <laughs> I'm excited about going back so I can uh, trim up a little bit. I saw an Instagram <laughs> post that said this. It said um, there was this guy, this dog looking at this guy and he said, "Don't say you gain weight." He's like, don't say you were fat. Uh, uh, don't say you got fat during the holidays. No, You've been fat. <laughs> I was doing good, man. We've been on the road so much. It's like I get my own, you know, it's like you play every night. You get your own, all your cardio in, you know. Yeah. Trim totally. up and then you come home and then you go back to old faithfuls. You look the same, dude. You look the same. You look good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like um, it's been a whirlwind all 2015. Um, started January. Mm -hmm. In the studio, um, doing a new record, put out a new record, and then literally um, did some international stuff, and then all summer long been on tour. What's what's the new album called again? The Awakening. The Awakening, right? Yeah. It's available on iTunes. Yeah, it's a concept record, so it's a little bit of a change for us, something new, um, not something not everybody gets. But uh, I'm proud of it. Tell, tell us about it, because it's like when I heard it, it sounds like some new world order end times. It's it's just it's just a storyline. It's kind yeah. of like um, there's ten songs on the record. It's kind of like reading a book with ten chapters. Um, you know, you don't just thumb through it and pick through it and start with chapter three. You know, you start from the beginning all the way to the end. Um, like old school albums, there's there's a story behind it. You know, yeah. so. Sometimes with these younger kids, it's hard, a little bit hard to get. But it's one of those things where we don't expect everybody to get it until a couple of years have passed. And, you know, down the line, people are like, oh, dude, trip on that record, you know. So there's a little Sick. there's a little bit of thought to it. Yeah. But we've been touring it, and it's it's been crazy. We've done some wild tours this year. Um, I, I leave in a couple of weeks, and we head out again overseas, all the rock festivals. Uh, we're talking to Lacey. It's cool to see she's going to be um, – we're both going to be on a lot of these huge yeah. rock festivals that happen, you know, right beginning of summer with all of the biggest bands out there. So it's going to be cool to see her back on the road again. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be cool while you guys hanging out because, you know, you got Papa Roach, yeah. you got Jacoby, and then you got the dudes from Corn, yourself, yeah, Lacey. Every time I run into Jacoby or Head or Philly, uh -huh. it's, you know, it's like Lacey was saying, it's like family. Yeah. You know, you have all these bands out there, you have thousands of people, and then we see each other backstage and we always just end up kicking it, you know, and yeah. hanging out and hugging each other and giving that, you know, a little bit of boost of, okay, we're all going to go our separate directions. And we all know we're out here for a purpose and a reason. And it's cool to just uh, love on each other and encourage one another. And we all go and do our things. I remember awesome. seeing um, this photo of, it was like a, I think Bub or I don't know who it was. Someone posted this picture of you guys at Hellfest in Germany. <laughs> and it says, at Hellfest, and you guys are all in a van having a Bible study. Yeah. That was like the best post I think I've ever no. seen. At Hellfest, and it shows everyone yeah. just having a Bible study. Still one, still one of my favorite memories. It was uh, because it was so uncommon. Like Totally. Like from back in the day, from Jacoby, you know, Pop Roach, the guys in Corn. Uh-huh. That, that was unheard of, you know, but God has done something in our lives. And we happened to be, I think it was outside of um, Paris, and here's Hellfest with every band you can imagine all the way from kiss to the new bands there's five stages it's just it's madness right and then we're bumping into each other and i think it was um 
when I ran into Head and Fieldy, they're like, hey, we're going to have a Bible study on, on Fieldy's bus, man, at this time. I was like, cool. So all of a sudden, here we are, on, and, you know, while there's, you can hear music playing around, it's over 100,000 people there. And um, it was cool to get together, and it was definitely new for all of us to sit and have a Bible study. Um, and there was a bunch of crew guys there, my cousin, um, Head, Fieldy, Jacoby. And people, awesome. people just trip on you guys because I, I, I went on tour. Uh, I went to Australia and I was doing a speaking tour, but then I was also uh, on the corn. Uh, what was it called? Um, a uh, big day is a big day out. Yeah, yeah, or sound sound wave. Sa- sound wave. It's sound yeah. wave, and uh, it's every major city across Australia. And I was basically meeting with corn on the weekends for the festival, but then I was hitting rehab, Chin challenge rehabs yeah, during yeah. the week. Yeah. Mm. But what's what's trip is we were all backstage and. Uh, Fieldy got Jesus Christ tattooed on his face. So he has, he, he has like uh, this cross yeah. with Jesus hanging on the cross tattooed from like his eye socket. Yeah, yeah. It goes across his cheek to his yeah. ear and then down to his chin. So, and we're walking backstage and people are just like, yeah, that's the dude from Corn. Yeah. That's Jesus just tattooed on the whole dude's face. Yeah. That's the whole. That's the tattoo. I think I got on my nose. No, no. <laughs> these guys. I got the sound guys look pointing at me, saying I got something on my nose. Don't mess around, all right? I'm trying to be professional here. So anyway, he has Jesus Christ tattooed yeah. across his face, and now I just see like all these different bands and people just looking, going, like they're not saying anything, but they're just kind of like looking at us, just yeah. kind of like, what's up with these dudes? Well, they're you know? curious, man. Yeah, especially when they it's know. Awesome. They know Head and Fieldy from back in the day, and, you know, now they know their stories and them yeah. getting saved. So, um, you know, I mean, obviously they have relationships, and we have relationships with all these guys. So yeah. Well, they, dude, you're the OG. You're the OG. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, you're going to be, look at you're the, you're the grandfather of this whole thing. <laughs> grandfather. This is the deal. Because of you, dude, G, uh, Head, yeah. when Head first gave his life to the Lord, he called you. Yeah. He called you. You were the first one. And then I know that you were influential on Lacey's life. Yeah. Son, uh, uh, Ronnie Feist, Brian yeah. Deegan, myself, uh, awesome. Jacoby, um, and there's mm. even other musicians. Uh, I can't say their names because they're Christians, but they haven't came out and, and told the world yet. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that you've influenced that you don't even yeah. that you don't even know. They're in co-ops. You yeah. were out there, yeah, exactly. But you were out there, first Christian band out there yeah. for your time in the mainstream. Just letting your light shine in the world, and you were just affecting all these people that were just watching you. Yeah, that's awesome. They didn't come talk to you; they were just watching you. Yeah, no, it's 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 always um, you know blesses me when I hear that. I, I meet guys all the time who are like, dude, you know how much you know, God has allowed me to to affect them or touch their lives, you know. And it's just here, I'm just I'm just living, you know. I'm just trying to to stay as close to God as I can, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like I have it figured out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think as I'm trying to figure it out and walk with the Lord, um, I think people just know that it's real, it's sincere, it's genuine. And then, you know, I'm just like them. So if I can walk with the Lord and I can talk with God, you know, why can't they? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, so tell tell us a couple of stories because I know we got justice in here too. Justice, you take your son on tour with you now. Yeah, yeah, I've been... His mommy and I have been homeschooling him. Um, he's in third grade now. We'll do it as long as we can, but it's just so he can be on the road with me. So yeah. since we tested him out one, one summer during, um, I think it was, um, not Rock Allegiance, but Uproar Fest, and he's he loved it ever since. And so I basically turned the back of the bus into a, a classroom or yeah. the, the dressing room into a classroom. And, you know, it's awesome. I... 
I need them. You know what I mean? I love having them. I, I, I notice a lot more bands bringing their kids these days. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's because awesome. people, we would walk around on these tours and people would just trip out like, who's about your son? You know? <laughs> I remember one time, like, I really wanted to go to um, Builder Bear and everybody just kept, kept giving oh, me $20. Yeah. Like, every time I saw them, I was like, oh, thank you oh, so much. Thank you. All the, all the rock star energy guys were giving them money to go to Builder Bear. Hey, point, let's point that mic down to his mouth a little bit. Hey, so, Justice, check this out. So, I've went on, I went on tour and met up with you guys. And when I showed up, you were actually playing in the band. You were playing drums in the band. He a drum. Up, yeah. For a song. Yeah. So, so, what's the deal with that? What, what song is that you come out on? Uh, Youth of the Nation. You said, so who ended up teaching you drums? Was it your uncle? Yeah, I think I was just born with it. You, just, oh, yeah. you, you know what? You obviously were. Because I showed up, and your uncle, Wub, he's the drummer. And then next thing you know, I look back, and I don't know, I don't know, if, you know if you're on the radio, if you don't know what Justice looks like, he has dreadlocks um, pretty far down in the back of his shirt. you know. And uh, he basically, I showed up, and he's, he's playing the drums in front of like thousands of people. Yeah. Like in, in, I mean, big, like hundreds and thousands of people. And he's up there. I mean, do you not get nervous up there? Not really. Yeah, you're used to <laughs> it, huh? Yeah. When he was two, when he was real young, we'd have to put um, all our crew guys because, you know, he was, I'd say five, mm-hmm. and um, there's times when he would just he would just sit on the side of the stage and fall asleep. So our crew guys went and bought the big, those big dog pillows, yeah. Yeah. and they would keep it behind the drums. So if they started <laughs> like, to see him nod like off, they'd go just... they'd go pick him up and then just lay him just behind lay the him drums. But now you know we got our it schedule. Was comfy. But. <laughs> But I, I love I love having him out, man. Absolutely, I, I know that even when I go on flyouts and he's not with me, um, there's guys and bands are like, "Dude, where's where's Justice, man?" Yeah. And, and after every tour, um, because you know we're, we're we have relationships with these bands, you oh, know, like- and you spend months at a time on tour. And um, I've had so many guys from band members to crew guys and just pulling me aside and saying, "Dude, thanks for sharing your son with us," you know, and mm-hmm. and thanks for allowing him to be a part of this. So. He just being present and me just being able to be his daddy just speaks so much Huge. to these guys that, you know, maybe don't get to spend much time with their kids or don't have relationships with their kids or are just love being a part of family. You know, they see us and it's cool because I don't it's not like I'm out there trying to do anything except just take care of him. And, it, you know, and he I need him as much as. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. he needs me out there. So sometimes I got to leave him home just so he's not, you know, he can be home with his mommy and his sisters. How do you feel about that when you have to stay home? Are you bummed or are you like, I got to get out there on the road? I just miss him a lot and I yeah. just really want to go back on. <laughs> but I also miss my my mommy and my sisters. So it's yeah. whenever I go on tour with that, with that yeah, like, I always miss them. So I'm like. Whenever I'm with daddy, I, I want to go home. Whenever I'm home, right. I want to go with daddy. You know what? It's a love hate relationship. That is totally <laughs> normal. I would feel the same way. Yeah, it's it's hard. You know, yeah. you love you love them both. If you guys are, are tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. If you want to call in, maybe you're going through a. a Ryan was talking earlier about like a a situation when some guy was just driving by and like the things that we were talking about were just kind of stirring their heart. Man, if you have any questions, maybe you're going through a difficult time. Maybe just, you know, your, your Christian walk you're having battles with or whatever it might be. Maybe you have a question for Sonny. You can call in at 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. Um, we got a couple calls holding. We're going to take those calls, but I just got one more question for you about this tour. Um, you don't have to say who or whatever, but, like, give us, like, a little, like, a cool story of, like, something happened. 
maybe like a, a someone that came to your show that came up to you after and and maybe they're going through some crazy stuff and you got to love on them or maybe uh, a roadie or you know I've heard these stories where people kind of pull you aside right. like hey like, can you think of anything off oh yeah it bro it, it happens um it's it's every show that's you know your I mean? ministry you, you're playing you're playing music yeah but I've seen you personally that. You're not the dude that like gets off stage and goes back in your your dressing room. You're actually there talking to the people that came to see you. Yeah, and you you don't just be like oh cool I'll sign your thing. You're like you talk to them like <laughs> a long time talk yeah. to them. I'm like that's where I'm like man I wish I was like Sunny. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was Sunny. Well, dude, I, I I desire for that confirmation. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if I'm away from home and and I'm you know months at a time, it's like I I want to make sure that I'm that there's purpose and there's reason. I want to. St- see God do stuff, you know? So sometimes, you know, I'm obviously I've made friends with a lot of people, you know, you hear everybody's stories, but I do want to hear people's stories. And then you, when you do spend time with people that come to your show, uh, it's not always about, dude, you guys rock and you're my favorite band. It's like, man, your music has changed my life, the whosoever movement. So when you hear all that stuff, it's just like, I always say, it's like gas in your fuel tank that just keeps you going, you know? Um, And stuff happens like that every show so that I look forward to hearing about yeah. but something recent in on this tour he was actually with me um up in Indiana and they were the car was waiting for us to take us back to the hotel I think we were leaving and you know there's a crowd of people and they're they're yelling for you to come over and so I went over there to sign some autographs and stuff but there was this one girl and she was wearing um like a tank top but she was literally from on both arms, shoulder to wrist, just scars, shredding, um, cutting and stuff. Yeah, so you can obviously she's wearing a shirt that way. It's almost like she, you know she wants that attention. That's why she did it. She's hurting, and I. But instantly, man, I'm just devastated, you know. So I, I just grab her arms and I just make her promise. I start saying some things and I just made her promise that she would never do that. You know, she was breaking God's heart and how much God loved her. I was with you actually. Was this Re- recently? I, I actually I happened to stumble across that conversation. That might have been a different one. This I, was in Indiana. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, because there was another one too. See, mm-hmm. it was lots of cool things. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I remember she, um, she, there was a mom that was right next to me, and she starts crying, and she looks at me and says, "You know, my daughter's doing the, the same thing." And then I'm looking at this mom, and I start talking to this mom, and then. Um, all of a sudden, here comes her daughter, and she makes her way through the crowd, and then she literally falls on the ground, like bawling her eyes out. Then I'm picking her up because, you know, you just it's yeah. kind of a scene. But I'm like, sweetheart, you know, trying to encourage her, stop, stop, you know, like stand up. And then she tells me that um, she had the gun, was going to kill herself, and then beautiful came on the radio, wow. and she said she didn't kill herself, and and. Her mom's bawling, and I'm just, and beautiful and I'm, is your song. Just it's for the it's a song, yeah. yeah. And then I'm tearing up, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, you know. And so we end up talking, and still make connections on Twitter and stuff, and you know, you get to encourage. And then on the on the way, so finally I had to leave, and Jess is with me in the car, and he's asking me, Daddy, why is why the girl have those on her arms, and you know, why was she gonna kill herself? And instantly I'm like. Oh, that's big boy conversation. You know what I mean? That he yeah. witnessed. Yeah. So I, all of a sudden, I'm having a conversation with him, and then the the driver's like, "Yeah, man, you know, I I, I used to call myself so." Th- and I have no a, a male oh. telling me this, and then so then we go back to the hotel, and then I have to have you know daddy son conversation mm-hmm. about these big boy things, and 
he's getting a better perspective of why we're out here and what how God uses us. And I'm just explaining to him, dude, God will use our lives, you know, if if we trust in him and and we want to be used by him. And then so we pray and he prays and so we feel, you know, he's starting to realize, dude, we have there's a purpose yeah. why we're here, why we're away from home, you know, why we trust in, in the Lord and and then instantly, you know, through that whole tour, he starts to see God work. I think that night, it's like 3 a.m. on the bus, you know, Walmart stop. And then some kid comes up, two different guys in Walmart, and same thing. They're like, one kid starts, he starts crying. He's like, dude, I, I won't take much time, you know, but the Lord, remember the Lord, the, the God just, I just want to say thank you. And, you know, God used you and, and walks away. And he's looking at me like, you know, he's after he's had this conversation, like God is God is moving. And another guy comes up. And, man, this is three a.m. in a Walmart yeah. in Indiana. Yeah. And then some other guy comes up, and then he, when we're leaving, Justice is like, "Dude, God, God is working. He he he's he's using us." So you know, we get we get to pray and, and thank God for what He's doing. And so him being around that, you know, some people say, "What well, do why you take him on tour?" It's like, dude, he's. He's had more experience in these last few years, yep. just in reality alone, you yeah. know. And obviously, I guard his heart and his mind to a lot totally. of things. But he's being—he's seeing more and experiencing more, and he's being used more at from five to eight than mm. you know. And I and I've been on awesome. tour. I've been on tour, and I've seen you. You guard him like there's there's. <laughs> You keep him in the bus during certain bands and stuff, you know. Oh, and yeah. you bring him in for the show, for the POD show, and then back. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and God's going to, he's preparing you. He's already using you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom said, like, there was a band that had, like, I don't know if it was. Oh, bad. hold on. Wait, we're wait, going we'll to break. <laughs> hold that thought. When we come back, we're going to hear from Justice about being on the road. We'll talk to you guys in two minutes. You ain't heard nothing yet. More live with Ryan Reese coming up. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Tune in. Turn it up. From Southern California. And we're back. I got lead singer... And throat man from POD and co-founder of the Whosoever. This is the dude that uh, started the whole movement with myself. And um, I love this guy dearly. And right before the break, we uh, were just talking about, um, what were we talking about? Talking about tour life and how God's been using that whole life. But um, as we, we start taking these calls right now, um, Sean, you, your niece is going through some stuff. Yeah, I just want to give a, just a shout out to everyone, man. Mm-hmm. If you got prayer warriors, can you just send out this prayer request? It's for my niece who's only four months old, Liberty. Uh, she, I don't want to go through all the details, but earlier this week, um, she was severely uh, sick, rushed to the hospital. The doctors were telling my brother it was very, very serious. She's been in the hospital all week. Um, they had, she had to be tested for meningitis, all this stuff. She's only four months old. Mm-hmm. She's getting a little bit better right now. Um, but they have a major um, a test on Monday that's going to check into her kidneys and stuff like that. If it comes back with a bad report, she would have to get surgery. So we're praying that, that she wouldn't have to, that this would all be wa- washed away and the Lord would just touch and heal her. So just remember her name, Liberty. My brother's name is Ryan, his wife, Ashley, and their two other son, uh, kids, Brayden and Lila. And Lord, we lift up liberty right now that you will have your will in her life, God. Heal her in the name of Jesus. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Amen. All right. Well, um, 
another thing that we got going on really quick is we got Lacey Sturm, the Whosoever's Movement presents Lacey Sturm's record release party. Yes, <laughs> she was the former uh, lead singer of Flyleaf, and now she just came back out with her new album. It's going to be in L.A. on Sunset at a famous venue. If you want to know those details, it's going to be February 4th on Thursday at 8 p.m. The Whosoever Movement is presenting it. We want you to come out. The tickets are only 15 bucks. We're going to go to the concert. There's no backstage. So we're all going to be hanging out together. And then she wants to actually chill with every single person after to shoot photos, break bread, and just it's going to be a, an amazing time. You can find out more information at uh, the Whosoever's Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or Lacey Sturm official Instagram, Twitter, or any of those things. Roll out. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a, a great time out there. And right before we went to the break, we had Justice. We were talking about a crazy story that happened, and what what were you gonna say about that? Um, when my dad said he's like, oh, you said that my dad said to keep me in from some bands. Oh yeah. And my mom said like some bands have bad words or stuff, and she just <laughs> said stay inside stay the inside. bus. <laughs> so yeah, before the break, I forgot we were talking about how Sonny's taking his son Justice on this tour, and God's been using Sonny as well, and and obviously with Justice and and. Sonny's exposing justice to this whole how God's using him out in the world, right? And as he takes him out, Sonny's not taking him in to go see like customers <laughs> yeah, or any yeah. of that bad stuff. So uh, he keeps him, keeps him, you know, in the bus during those those times. But so your mom said, "Hey, if you hear bad words or you, no bad words, you <laughs> stay away from the bad words." Absolutely, you know what? You know that stuff. That stuff messed up to your mind. I hear it on the bus, though, so... <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, there's, yeah, because you got crew members and stuff, you know, but that's that's the world we live in, you know? <laughs> we got calls coming in, but I do want to give the call-out number one more time. If you have a Sunny uh, question for Sunny or any other thing that you're going through, the number is 888-564-6173. Again, the number is 888-564-6173. Cool, right on. We're going to go ahead and take this call from James from South Carolina. How you doing, James? Hey, how are you guys? Chilling, James. Good, good. What's your question tonight? Well, I was, wanted to talk about a, um, I'm a huge fan of um, POD and the Whosoever movement. And um, I'm going to try to make uh, to the show in North Carolina and Winston-Salem at Ziggy's um, the 28th. I'm going to try to make that show. Nice. Um, but I, my question was, any big plans for the Whosoever's in 2016? Uh, world domination. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, new world order. Well, no, just joking. Um, you know, Sonny, I mean, yeah, I mean, do you tell us, I mean, you, it's the same heartbeat of what we've always yeah. wanted to do. I mean, um, the awesome thing about the Whosoever's right now is obviously when we, Ryan and I first started, I had a lot more time at home to be involved and now that it's kind of on its feet, Ryan is, you know, He's continuing to do all this um, speaking engagement and and high school tours and whosoever's are always you know all of us that love God and and we do things even in our homes we're all whosoever's you know what I mean we're taking the heart and the vision to go out um, you know I know right now I'm with POD and, and doing shows and stuff but I look forward to the time when I can be home to be involved in a lot more of the whosoever events and but. Like anything else, you know, we have big vision, but with big vision is is cost, you know what I mean? So we were doing a lot of stuff um, a few years back um, outside of California, and that was just people that would come alongside us and host events, and, you know, they would um, support 
the movement and allow these us to do concerts, come and do speaking engagements um, at their schools, at their churches. And so we got to do a lot of stuff. And so this year we're just praying that there's more opportunity, a lot more um, things to do. But for now, Ryan's, you know, always at work here in the radio station and the school stuff. And you got heads out in the road and all the guys doing their thing. So there'll be a time and a place in the season when we can all get back together and, and do whatever God's called us to do. You you know what? You nailed it. It's 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 seasons. Just yeah, like I mean, when it started, had a, was, he left corn, you left POD, you yeah. stepped down. I left my my work yeah. and, and, and it launched <laughs> yeah. and we were doing stuff all over the place and then but now heads out with corn you're out with POD so Lace, and branches Lacey man. went and had babies <laughs> and then now she started Did, a, now, now she's coming back album. <laughs> yeah now she just started her album yeah. again but you know like Sonny said we're doing high school tours right now in, in Southern California because everyone's traveling around and I, my wife's pregnant with triplets so I can't go anywhere and I got the radio show right now so <laughs> <laughs> we're here, but we're hitting high schools every other week. And um, what I would say, honestly, like to answer your question, you know, I I want to see like revival break out. We live in crazy times, and I would love to see this platform of this. Uh, we're buying a we're we're right now we're in the process of buying our own sound system, so we could take the high school tours on the road or mm. do whatever we want. Yeah, you know, say like in the middle of summer we have our own sound system. We could go set up downtown Huntington Beach or downtown LA or whatever yeah, and right. do a concert. We don't. We aren't going to be limited to running a, a sound system. Yeah, and, and also the the whosoever movement doesn't start and end with the group that's here. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I, I meet people on the road all the time that are whosoever's that are having you know their Bible studies or they're they're doing things in their towns and their communities. And that was that was the heartbeat mm-hmm. of it. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just for us to do. Um, you know, it wasn't just a handful of people that, oh, that's that's the whosoever. It's just like, no, this was this was just um, an identity, you know, of people that we had that loved the Lord, loved Jesus. You know, they maybe didn't fit that box and mold of typical Christianity, but, you know, they had a story and they had a heart to see, you know, their friends and the people that they know come to know the Lord. And so there's there's guys and girls out there all over the place. I see whosoever chapters in other countries. And they're doing Is it things. Crazy? You know? I know. Was it Philippines? I, I seen a photo. You were in the Philippines and all these. Oh, whosoever China, came out. China. Was man. it China? And 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 it's like that's a communist country. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like they can go online and get whosoever gear. They're like either they're bootlegging <laughs> whosoever shirts or they're getting someone to sneak it in because all of a sudden we're playing this show in China and here comes these cats and they've got whosoever shirts and they're like i, I love jesus <laughs> i'm a whosoever whosoever stuff i've never even seen we yeah, don't even crazy. make this stuff no. right no there's i mean in, in south america brazil yeah. there's bootleg stuff everywhere you know and it's so, awesome well, i can't believe that then i mean from the way it's it's crazy because i remember when all, all you guys are getting together and really the heartbeat was just so simple it is it still is yeah. in our hearts simplistic of just like the world's jacked up. People are so screwed up that yeah. we have a relationship with God. Let's just link That's arms it. together and just let's live out our faith. That's it. And each one of us are in different places. And although I love that Sonny brought that up because really a whosoever is just living out their life, submitted into the Lord in whatever workplace you're at, whatever you do. For Sonny, what God has done for his life, he's a musician. Uh, this is his platform that God's given to him. And he's a man that has prayed about the direction for his life a few years ago. He's really contemplating not even playing anymore. And then it was something where the Lord had to really show him, no, this is what 
he has yeah. to do at this part of his life right now. Like Ryan himself, like he's wrestled with many different things over the years of walking with God. But now it's kind of like you got to just fulfill like that niche that God has for you. You want to get in your sweet spot. And for Ryan's sweet spot, it's going to the high schools. It's going to the rehabs. It's doing the radio. It's doing the shine right now. But I know all of us are just open for where God is leading us. And so sometimes people think they need to travel and just kind of meet here with us. And then they're going to be able to know what to do. But really, it's fulfilling their own what god has for them right I, i've seen you know we got uh, some of our friends uh down in australia uh mm-hmm. phil and then there's another guy jason so phil's in sydney and then uh, uh jason's down in uh adelaide at the south so when i went out there on that tour through australia i basically came across these guys these guys booked me to do an event and i show up and they have like they i was at a whosoever event yeah i walked in and i was like dude people were on whosoever whosoever on the screen it's like I walked in. They basically saw what we were doing, yeah. and they just lived out the whosoever movement right where they're at. So there's actually like these chapters yeah. that just started out there, yeah. and it's amazing. When I went to Argentina years ago with your brother, I literally got off the plane, and then I was asked, do you want to go to some of these uh, a couple of high schools and schools in, in Argentina yeah. and to go, to go share and speak? I was like, cool, and then I show up, and then – all of a sudden, behind me, it's like they printed on a piece of paper the, the our logo, and they were just putting papers like this on the back. And so, if you you could see pictures of me, it's like they just put whosoever logos behind me, and all of a sudden, I'm talking to these kids about the whosoever movement, and, <laughs> and it's like this is this is wild, you know. And there's people doing it. And what Sean said is like part of the vision of the whosoever's was this identity, dude. It, I think we were so tired of seeing division in our church and in God's church that. We're always so busy arguing about the things that we don't agree about and the things that we don't have in in common when ultimately what we do have in common is Jesus and seeing people get saved. So that should be that should be our common goal is to go out and love the world. And so, you know, you don't need a a whosoever movement here in L.A. and San Diego. We have whosoever movements all over the world that that are doing it. So keep doing Mm. it. Everybody that's out there. It, 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 It is an identity, you know, because, you know, just like, you know, even though like, say, so I'm a skateboarder. Like I identify with like certain skate brands, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And, and in the same way, it's like it's a you you a lot of the movement, you know. It's it's so diverse though, because like yeah. you know there is like a lot of like you know punk kids that are that are that are falling, you know, tattooed and stuff like that. But then again, we're <clears throat> hitting all these high schools, so we have this whole new fresh move of like yeah. all these youngster kids that are like musicians or like jocks, or it's just so yeah. diverse mm-hmm. now. I mean. The movement has like just transformed because it started with this small group of people. Yeah. But now the reach of it and the kids and it's just it's for it's everyone. Incredible. It's incredible. But it's an identity where you're like, <clears throat> you know what? So I, 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 you know, you identify with it, and then yeah. you just live out the Great Commission. Yeah. yeah. You just love people into the kingdom, and uh, you know, you buy the product. It supports. You know, you have something to. Tim sees that shirt. They go, what? What is that? Yeah. Well, they look at that T-shirt. And they're going to ask you about it, and that's an opportunity for you to tell them about Jesus. Yeah, I can't even tell you how many stories I've heard all the time. I was at the gym the other day in the sauna, and I was wearing a a, a sweatshirt, and then somebody was like, "Wait, you were wearing a sweatshirt in the sauna?" Yeah, I was. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to get skinny. No, trying to sweat. Yeah, I'm trying to sweat. I'm wearing a thing like, "Where do you get that that sweatshirt from?" And then then I just started a conversation with him, and he's like, "Oh, do you know Ryan? You know Sonny? Blah blah blah." This is just like last week. Yeah. Then he knew Jason Lopez. He knew all these connections. Mm -hmm. I was like. It was pretty nuts. <laughs> it, you yeah. Know? That's the deal, I dude. I think I was walking in um, shopping for Christmas in like um, 
Zoomies or, you know, Tilly's, one of those. And then, one you know, these little hipster kid comes up and he's like, hey, what kind of beanie is that? And I'm like, oh, whosoever beanie. He's like, oh, cool, you know? Yeah. But I was telling you earlier, this, this I love seeing, you know, we whether it's a big festival or, you know, we just got off tour with ICP and it's like, you know, 99.9% are all juggalos and it's this crazy crowd. And then you see that one kid with the whosoever shirt. And instantly my eye catches them, and I know, see, this kid is, we're on the same wavelength here, we're on the same page. He's going off, he's in the pit, he's doing his thing, and he's, you know, he's looking at me, pointing at his shirt to let me know (laughs) that, you know, we got a brother in the house, Mm -hmm. and he's not afraid. He's not afraid to do his thing, to go nuts, and to love God right where he's at. And, you know, where, where, especially with that tour, you know, there's a lot of Christians, a lot of people, a normal Christians that would come to POD show that wouldn't go to that show because, you know, it's just not their thing or, you know. But you know what? Let me tell you something about the, the jugglers, the insane, insane yeah. clown posse. That whole show, it's, 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 you know, drugs and the whole, the whole thing. Those kids, though, when I was there, yeah. I just I had such a love for those, those yep. kids there, man. Mm. I mean, these are the kids that people that they look at like the outcasts, like, dude, look at that guy. No way. But those guys are so broken, yeah. and they were so nice. Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, people that, normal people, I guess, would be scared to even look at <laughs> right. these guys. But these kids were the nicest. Yeah. I get more attitude when I walk in church. Right. Than no. when I walk in this insane clown posse. Yeah. I, I learned a lot. <laughs> I, I promise you, dude. Yeah, I learned a lot by hanging out with Juggalos. And even their, just this fan base, man, is just, um, you know, we first of all, we, we love all the juggles out there, you know, and Absolutely. it wasn't a condemnation. It wasn't a judgment. If anything, man, I honored and I respected their loyalty. It's like they're out there, you know, they just want this idea of family. They want to be loved. They do consider themselves outcasts of the world. You know, for me, and I've said this before, if anything, it's just a little, it's just misguided, you know, yeah, they, totally. they, they're searching, they're searching for that, that love. They're searching for that thing called family. They're searching for all these things that only God can provide, they just don't know what package it's it's in yet. You know what I'm saying? And so when we were out on that tour, and it was like just being able to hang out and see Juggalos, we would see them in line hours before the show. You get to go up and say, what's up? Got to pass out, you know, whosoever um, CDs. And, you know, they're interested. And we know that, you know, well, when, when I heard whoever he wants. When I heard you guys were on that tour, I was like, Wait, what the heck is P.O.D. doing on the <laughs> insane clown posse? Said, but then man. I go, oh yeah. I thought spiritually, I'm like, wait, that's exactly, exactly. where they're supposed to be. They're the light in the darkest <laughs> of the darkest place. Yeah. And they're this light. And I yeah. saw those jugglers, dude, singing that's, your songs. They knew yeah, your songs. <laughs> dude, I can't wait, man. The whole hope to, for even going on that tour, it just wasn't doing the same old tours over and over again. Yeah. It, was, it was an audience that we've probably never played in front of before. And so it was probably one of the the coolest tours that we've done in a while just because it was new. And I know, you know, we did like a 45-minute set, and I'm pretty guaranteed that we won that crowd over every night. And so I, I hope to see, you know, Juggalos at the next POD shows, man. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> I absolutely. We got another call. We're going to go ahead and uh, take this call from Allison in Temecula, California. How you doing, Allison? Hi, I'm okay. <laughs> Good. What's your question Allison. tonight? Um, it's more of a prayer suggestion. Um, I have a husband who's in a band, so he plays, you know, the bar scenes quite yeah. frequently. And I have become more of an alcoholic, 
And I don't know. I can't stop myself. I can't control myself. Got it. <laughs> um. Well, are you walking? You walking with the Lord too, Allison? Is this the battle that you're going through right now? Yes. I'm. I mean, I. You know, I try my hardest. I'm a mother of three. Yeah. I try to get through the day, but it seems more and more I have to rely on alcohol. So okay. Hold on, because I was a raging alcoholic. Um, yes. So my question is, uh, do you have to go to these bars? Why, why are you going to these bars? Just just, cause, just to support your husband? Um, well, yes, the bar scene is just to support my husband, mm. but lately it's turned from just the bar scene to now I'm hiding bottles. And- yeah, okay, so 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 check this out. When I, I got into some serious alcoholism when I was about 19, 20 years old, uh-huh. Where I would literally wake up and I'd be feel shaky and I'd have to drink, basically just kind of drink throughout the day, and uh-huh. it just I I had to have alcohol in my my system, and that happened for about two years when I was drinking a lot, and I, I could tell you this just from being uh, involved with heavy drugs and and alcohol and all these things, you you have to just make a clean break. You're gonna have to make a clean break from from your friends. You're gonna have to have a serious conversation with your husband because the this is the deal. You need to raise your, your kids in the ways of the Lord. You need to get clean. And you're going to have to make some decisions in your life. Obviously, the, li- the life that you're going down is going to lead to destruction. It's obviously, you know, <laughs> you're calling because you're already, you're already dealing with this. I, yes, I know. And there's no judgment. We're not help. judging you. We love you. Obviously, yeah. this is why the show exists. But, I mean, we, we work with teen, teen Challenge. And it's not actually necessarily for teenagers. Actually, it's 18 and over. But there's mm-hmm. teen challenges all, all over the place. There's actually one close to you in Riverside. Um, when we get off the phone with you, we could get you plugged in. We get you the number and help you um, get dialed in for that. If you could, you know, get involved with that. There's there's a series of other um, Christian rehab based um, people that we work with. But then the key is number one, you have to want to quit, and then number yeah. two, you need to surrender to Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you right now, Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and that blood that was shed. On that cross, through that blood, there is forgiveness of sins and there is power. And the power comes when you receive Jesus in your life and he baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. Because it doesn't matter if you go to a rehab for 10 years, you're going to get out and you're going to start drinking again. It has to be a supernatural work in your life by Jesus Christ and him only. I've had friends that have been in and out of rehabs, in and out of jail, OD'd. I mean, it's just a life of chaos. And all my friends... And myself, and you're looking at people in this room right now that have surrendered their life to God. God has transformed your life. And I'm telling you, he took, he healed me from, I was smoking crack, shooting heroin, shooting coke, everything on down to Xanax pills like crazy. And I surrendered my life in a hotel room and I decided I was going to follow him no matter what. And as I did that, he literally transformed my life. It's been eight years and I have peace I don't have to deal with any like urges to go back to my old life. God has healed me 100%. But I had to literally call my friends and say, hey, I will not be partaking. I will not be going to these bars. I will not be going to these houses where everyone's getting high. I had to make decisions in my life to cut this stuff out for God to do a work in my life. I had to literally go to a rehab and it was called church. And I went six days a week and I fed my spirit with the living word of God, which is the Bible. And, I mean, have you ever given your life to Jesus? Yes. Okay. Um, was, this was a long time ago? 
I, I have. I feel like that I need something to reconnect me to him more. I, w- I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you right now. How much time do we have, you guys? About four minutes. We have about four minutes. I want to pray for you right now. And when I when you say this prayer, I believe in a God that will sober you up. I believe in a God that can heal you. I believe in the God that raises the dead. I believe in the God that opened the Red Sea. Jesus, the one that died and raised on the third day. I believe in the power of God. In I believe that there's power in the name of Jesus Christ. So I want to say a prayer for you and mean this with your heart. Okay. Okay. And when I'm, we if I this do. if we go to break or we end this thing, stay on the line and I'm going to get your contact information. Get you plugged in. We're going to get you plugged in. So. Just just repeat this prayer and mean it with your heart. Say, Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead and repeat this after me. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Please forgive me, Lord. Please forgive me, Lord. For all of my sins. For all my sins. I need you to, to heal me. I need you to heal me. Turn my life around. Please turn my life around. Work supernaturally in my life, Father God. Work supernaturally in my life, Father God. And baptize me with the fire and the power. Baptize me with your power and your fire. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. I surrender everything to you right now. I surrender everything to you right now. And I'm going to follow you. And I want to follow you. Give me a desire to read your word. Give me a desire to read your word. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. And let me pray for you, Allison. Lord, I lift up Allison right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You've heard her prayer. She's a daughter of the Most High God, Lord. And we ask that you will reach down from heaven right now, Lord, and you will touch her and fill her with your Holy Spirit, fire and power. Cover her with the blood that was shed on the cross. And you said, Lord, anyone who is thirsty, asking you will give them torrents of living water, Lord. So we ask for a supernatural baptism of the fire, the power of the Holy Spirit, God. Fill her up right now in the name of Jesus from her feet to her head. Overflow her, God, and heal her of this addiction, God. We ask that your will be done in her life. Let her be a living testimony, God, to all these listeners and to her family that she was healed on the spot tonight, God. You can do all things, Lord. So we're going to trust that you're going to have your will in her life, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Allison, we want, I want you to, if you can, come out and meet up with us and get plugged into a church. I'm going to put you on hold right now. We're going to follow up with you when we, uh, when we get off this uh, call right now, okay? So stay okay, on the line, all right? Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, we all love right, you, Allison, all right? Take care. Allison. You know what? I, I don't know. I think I have a couple minutes left, you guys. Take like a minute. Look it. You know what? This world is broken. I can't tell you how many people are struggling with addiction, self-harm. You were talking about people that are cutting. Mm -hmm. Grown men, bus drivers of tour buses that are cutting. Eating disorders. Listen, you guys. You need Jesus Christ. If you're driving down the street, ask Jesus to come into your life. Get a Bible. Start reading it. Get plugged into a Mm -hmm. church. Look up calvarychapel.com. And there's many other churches, but I believe in Calvary Chapel because I'm a part of it. And they teach through the Bible, and they're on point. Mm -hmm. Go to the website. You know, if you're a local in Southern California, come out to shine, but get plugged into church, read the Bible every single night. And I promise you, God will light you on fire, your heart on fire. And he, it says, the word of God says that God is a consuming fire. If you let that consuming fire into your life, he will come out and he will burn out those addictions. He will burn out that bitterness. He will burn out that anger. He will burn out these things that he does not want in your life. And he will show you why you were created. He says he makes all things new. He will transform your heart. He will transform your mind and he, re- he will renew you daily. 
We love you guys. And awesome, man. Thank you, Sonny, <laughs> for being on the love show. Love you guys and out justice. there. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace, guys. <laughs> Take care. See you next week. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Christian prayer meditation. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com. Dot com.